to us, Craig. No. Hello, Hi, Craig. Craig. <clears throat> okay, can everyone hear me? Yep. Yes. Okay, let's go for it then. <clears throat> Narbonnet in the Provencal Tribunal has been settled by the remnants of the Roman Empire for over a thousand years, witnessing many conflicts and watching the intrigues of countless nobles. This is where Hannibal marched on Rome, where the Imperial Legions began their conquest of Gaul, and where Charlemagne halted the advance of the Moorish armies into Europe. Now, in the year of our Lord, 1222, King James of Aragon controls this region through his vassals, and Narbonnet plays host to the struggles of the court of Toulouse, the ascension of the King of Aragon, the interests of the King of France, and the atrocities of the Albigensian Crusade, which I cannot pronounce. The river Aud flows from its source in the Pyrenees Mountains, then runs through Carcassonne, and finally reaches the Mediterranean Sea near the town of Narbonne. Several miles southeast of Narbonne lies the Covenant of Stella Duris. Situated near the left bank of the Aud River, Stella Duris is a cosmopolitan covenant housed in a crumbling Roman villa, consisting mostly of Bonasagi, Flambeau, and Gerberton Magi, Magi, but attracts Magi from many houses and philosophies due to the encouragement of its senior members. While not yet in decline, it has long said farewell to its glory days. The Magi here have quietly worked alongside their neighbors, supporting the growth of the town of Narbonne to the west through the 11th and 12th centuries, while recovering from the long past founding members' participation in the Schism War and some forays against the Muslim occupation of Iberia. The old Roman villa has been modified, added to, and rebuilt several times over since its initial construction. Always reclusive, the covenant members are often considered odd neighbors to the other local residents, but they tend to ignore them unless circumstances demand otherwise. The servants of an off-traveling merchant or a very minor lord on crusade may visit. The defenses are nearly non-existent. The structure is nothing remarkable, just a crumbling villa surrounded by some stables and other outbuildings. The Covenant seems to have taken a policy of simply hiding in plain sight. Stella Duris has one overarching tenet. They are individuals banded together for the sake of mutual protection and sharing resources. In fact, that attitude was the reasoning behind the selection of their Covenant name, referring to the stars that guide many explorers and playing on the multiple interpretations of the word Duris as committed, rough, and enduring. These Magi all have a loose interest in maintaining their home, but no uniting force to drive their covenant. Members regularly skip meetings, bicker over the distribution of maintenance tasks, and try to find ways to keep to their own time. They like the proximity of Narbonne, but find the river does an excellent job of providing some measure of isolation from the mundanes. The current senior members of the covenant are the elder Bonisagus Marcella, who is focused on uncovering a way to identify and harness the powers of a magical spirit in the river, and Jean-Marie, a follower of Gerberton, 
who has been looking for someplace pleasant to put down his roots. The coven folk and grogs of Stelladuris are a mix of nationality, brought to their covenant by its various members over time. They seem to have blended well together, but occasional conflicts emerge. The staff members speak half a dozen different languages, which has led to most of the misunderstandings. But Marcella likes this diversity and encourages the coven folk to keep their various language skills sharp. And so we will begin our story in the cell of Simon of Gerbiton. And perhaps Simon would like to introduce himself and tell us a little about his background. Hello. Uh, well, you know, my name is Simon. Um, I like to do drawing. <laughs> yeah. Um... Simon doesn't necessarily want to tell you a whole lot about why he's here specifically, uh, but you do know that he, you can tell that he's definitely from England. He doesn't hide that. Uh, and he'll happily tell you that he was uh, from a town called Axminster in County Devon. And uh, he has a particular, uh, he has a particular love of uh, corpus magic. magic. And uh, really, uh, all things living. Like, he, he's got a great interest in people and animals and plant life. And you'll see him experimenting with growing various things. Uh, he loves to take little trips out and around the river and study the fish. And he'll go into the forest and uh, bring back mushrooms and flowers. Uh, he'll be gone for a couple days at a time, coming back filthy and dirty and apparently quite pleased with himself. <laughs> um, one thing that's very obvious about him is uh, he has a gentle gift. No one is upset around him. Animals like him as well as they like anybody. People as well. Um, and he's pleasant enough. He doesn't mind uh, chatting people up. And uh, in fact, if anything, you see that uh, he's kind of reckless. I think you might have uh, broken up a little bit, Damon. Uh, you, you might have noticed that he's a little bit reckless. Then what? Yeah, he's a little bit reckless. And uh, the wizards among you will have noticed that his magic is very subtle. He rarely has to speak much or even gesture much to, have, to exert his power. Okay. So Simon is quietly studying in his cell, when suddenly there's a sharp rap at the door. Oh, well. Simon! Simon! Yes, yes? Simon, you open the door, and there's Marius, a servant grog. And he says, quickly, quickly, you must come to the main hall. What's, what's the issue? Jean-Marie wishes to see you immediately. <coughs> well then, okay then. Off I go, of course. Off you go. Okay. Then Marius continues down the hall and comes, across, comes upon another cell. And in this cell... is the Maga Gertema of Björner. Oh, hey! And perhaps... <laughs> Perhaps Gertima would like to introduce herself at this point. 
you know, she was just saying in the mirror exactly who she thought she might be. And uh, she is of the house of Bjorair. Bjorair? Bjornair. 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 Yeah, so she specializes um, in... Well, she, okay, so she... Um, they're... I'm sorry. I have all this written down. <laughs> now I'm trying to find it. Uh, her big magical thing is that um, she can shapeshift. She can shapeshift into an owl. And so they have a lot of um, animal magic is a big part of their um, focus. Let's see. What am I looking at? Um, animal and muto. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff. But Part of the uh, part of the house's interest are are the natural world, and so I kind of took that and I ran with that with uh, Gurthema. She is uh, she does have the gift, and she did apprentice do the whole magic thing, but her her focus of study and what she's here to do and learn about is kind of that intersection between sort of the mundane natural world which is governed by a certain set of laws apparently and uh these magical powers that she acquired it's also governed by a certain set of laws you know you need components you need to say the right thing why so she's she's very she's very much looking at magic and the natural world as like part of each other but are they opposed and when do those rules check and balance each other so that's the kind of stuff that she's doing. Uh, she's pretty practical. And she's pretty quiet. The animal that she can turn into, um, there, it's tied to her nature, and she turns into a barn owl, kind of, uh, kind of solitary, kind of lonely, but very, uh, you know, sort of keen, uh, keenly watching and uh, and paying attention to details. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh. Uh. uh yes. Character voice, go. Yes. Quickly. 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 <laughs> Jean-Marie needs to see you in the main hall. Immediately. Whatever about. He does not say. Okay. Um Yeah, I, I think I am I'm expecting this to be good. <laughs> but I'll I'll go along because because it's you know the head. Okay, you make you make your way down. You make your way down through to the main hall. And Simon of Jerberton is already there, standing there sheepishly. Just I don't. I think it's pronounced Jerberton. <laughs> you think it's pronounced what? Jerberton. I think the J's are wise. I think. Yer. Yerbaton. Yerbaton. Are you, are we, we are in France. More like jerk baton. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> We're sticking with that one. I can see why Horatio hates your guts. <laughs> right. <laughs> shall, we, shall, shall we tell them this, Simon? Okay, let's move along here. I think his name would be pronounced Horatio. Horatio? Horatio? <laughs> Come here, please. This is my character voice now. <laughs> Hello? Does it have to be? It has to be now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, you go into the main hall, okay? And it is a large fireplace with a fire roaring in it. And sitting by there is 
Gomery, one of the elder Maga. Oh no. And for some reason, he really, really doesn't like you, Simon. Oh, Can great. I get the name and title of that person again, please? You broke up for just that part. Oh, Jean Marie. Oh, okay, okay. Spelled like it sounds. <laughs> X A N. He is an eighty. He's an eighty-seven-year-old Magus. Okay. But has the appearance of a forty-five-year-old man. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. Hey. There you go. So. Um. Well, what can I do uh, for you, Jean Marie? Yes. What seems to be the trouble? As you're aware, we have gone through an extremely brutal winter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which your story guide should have told you about. Well. <laughs> oh, he has now. <laughs> the winter has severely depleted our food resources and stores and damaged the, out the roofs of the outer buildings. All of these need to re be repaired and restocked and replenished. And as you know, the majority of our Magi are attending a tribunal and are not available to do this. So reluctantly, I'm left to assign it to you, Simon of Yerbiton. <laughs> And wow, he put a lot of stank on your baton. And <laughs> unfortunately, Madam Goethema, <laughs> I must insist that you accompany Simon of Jerbiton. Unfortunately for who? Holy, unreliable, and untrustworthy individual. Oh, now that's a little harsh. Goodness. Tell that to Horatio. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, mm, indeed. We all know how Horatio thinks of you and your gift. How flawed and limited he finds you as a Magus. Hey, I'm not in the room and I can smell this hostility. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> yeah, Gurthama is, she is making herself so small. Like, she just wishes she could disappear right now. Yeah. I do not find it, I do not find it very reassuring when the head of your own covenant does not believe that you have passed your gauntlet. Mm. And seeing, seeing how you've performed since you've arrived here... Flawlessly. I, I, <laughs> I, see, I see no reason to question him. So please, Gertema, mm -hmm. please, please watch him and make sure he does not just befoul everything that he touches. I think that the, between our two skills, we'll be able to do a very passable job at making repairs. You have performed supply. admirably since your arrival here. Unlike this... He says he's a magus, but he's basically a hedge wizard. Well, uh, Simon, why don't I show you some of my initial... <coughs> Plots. Here is what oh. I want you to do. Oh. Here is what I want you to do. I want you to take some hunters 
and some other grogs. And I want you to head to the river and take whatever you need, whatever we have left. You can take horses, take traps, take bows, take arrows, take whatever you need, nets, bring back as many fish, game, rabbits, anything you can find to replenish the stocks. Huh. Yeah, yep. Okay, yes. Is that clear? Absolutely. Okay. You may leave then. Well, I do. And he dir- <laughs> Jean Marie directs you outside into the main courtyard of the villa in order to gather a party to go to the river and forage. Okay. How are you? So, <laughs> so you go out, you go out into the, uh, into the courtyard and spring is very much in the air. Things are starting to green up again, but you do notice that the thatched roofs of most of the stables and the outbuildings and some of the grog huts are, are being greatly damaged by the snow and ice of the winter. And they're all feverishly trying to repair the holes in them and get them workable again. And right. um, you do notice uh, out there in the yard, you do notice a knight who looks like he'll be useful because it's always it's always nice to have some protection mm-hmm. for my guy when you're out wandering among the mundanes because they they don't like you. <laughs> as you as you as you are well as you are well aware. But as you go out there, you do notice among all of the uh, usual rabble. A man who appears to be a knight conversing with a uh, rather portly man of the cloth, let us just say. And uh, a man in uh, some rather resplendent finery who's uh, hmm. seems to be seems to be holding a lute. Maybe, perhaps, maybe these people will be worth speaking to. Are these people part of our covenant, or have we seen them before? Um, yes, they're within. They live within the covenant walls. Oh. <laughs> well, then I am certain I am good friends with them, especially if they have a poor opinion of Jean Marie. <laughs> As you guys approach closer, uh, you hear the knight saying to the portly. Uh, Bishop. Now, see here, good man. This is an authentic shield of Saint Lucius. I had it. I had it. Like uh, I had it appraised and everything. It's very real. I assure you. In London and Paris. <laughs> nope, that's Saint uh, Ignatius. I again. Once your lack of knowledge of the the canon the 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 canonicity of of your own church astounds me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite I dare say, 
the sign of St. Lucius. Wow, I could listen to this forever. I am a student of the divine. <laughs> I'm just like kind and of I uh, tuning say, my that loot is and the sign of St. Ignatius. What do you think, sir? Uh, I, I focus in on my loot and tune it and don't want to get engaged in this particular <laughs> argument. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, uh, 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 actually, uh, what does, um... Not only am I a student of the divine, I am insanely well-traveled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does Simon and uh, Gertemet look like again? Um, Simon's just kind of an average-looking male. About, uh, uh, how old is uh, Simon? Uh, you said we're in 1222? Yep. So he would be, why is this so hard? D26? D27. 27. Okay. And go to my you, probably you, you look 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, um, about, well, I wrote down 30, but yeah, 30, 25, 30. Um, I figured very, very, very pale hair uh, what's important is how much you can I'm gonna carry. I'm going to eye roll. It's, is it large enough that you can carry several, say, uh, game on it or some fish that we can haul back? Yes? <laughs> well, of course I could. Well, but that that's case, not really the question, is it? Um, what? We have hunting and gathering to perform. And uh, you look like you need something to do. Let's do it. Yeah, that's actually rather apt and... Uh, some game sounds rather good. This w past winter has been just rather terrible, and I'm I grow tired of bread and tack. Mm. And uh, wait, so uh, Brent, uh, since I guess I'm supposed to know who you are, what's your character's name? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, so my character's name is Guy de Sacrificiable. Yeah. <laughs> Guy is a knight uh, who has been stricken with an unfortunate uh, ailment. Uh, he is. Uh, he has the curse of Venus upon him, which means that uh, anyone that he would not be attracted to uh, has a good possibility of being attracted to him, hitting on him, and what have you. Conversely, anyone that he is attracted to finds him repugnant. <laughs> so burdened with this, with this terrible, terrible curse, uh, he initially came to the Covenant for guidance and help. But finding that there was nothing to be done, he decided to stick around to perhaps make a name for himself with adventures with wizards and stuff. <laughs> His words, not mine. <laughs> cool. And uh, Cam, did you take Garçon Amaro? Yes, yes, I did. Garçon Amaro. Perfect. And that's the priest? Or yep. priestly? Yep. Priest. Do you want to Friar. introduce yourself? Friar. Yeah, yes, sure. that makes sense. Friar. Um, so yeah, Friar Garcon. Uh, <laughs> Friar Garcon. Friar Garkin? Uh, <laughs> came to the uh, Covenant uh, uh, a few years ago after uh, having wandered for, for several years around the continent. He uh, had been a... Uh, student in a seminary uh, in a different part of France, but upon getting struck by lightning <laughs> and uh, walking away without a scratch, uh, was given the boot for witchcraft. 
And yeah, he's been wandering several years and has uh, settled in the Covenant uh, recently. Ah. Uh, and I'm uh, Berenger, uh, the bard, a very talented bard, uh, a fellow wanderer, actually. Hmm. Um, had wandered from an early age from tavern to tavern and then noble <clears throat> house to noble house. Uh, I'm actually fairly wealthy by the standards of a wandering musician, I, not Ooh. by the standards of a nobleman. Uh, I could have pretty much set up shop in any court in the land. Uh, but then something seemed unfair to me. An artist who painted or a sculptor, their art would live forever, and my music will fade away after me. So I found myself uh, on the trail of of magicians, of wizards, and ended up here in the hopes that, this is, I'm very ambitious, uh, in the hopes that there could be some magical means of pre preserving my uh, brilliance for posterity. Mm -hmm. And That's and I help around around the help uh, around the place by being able to talk to normal humans and appeal to them. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> uh, and I would recommend if you're out seeking game, Berenger says, uh, Jacques the Poacher. I think is uh, not far away. He sounds valuable. Who's this Jacques the Poacher? Is that we refer to as Jacques the Poacher? Yeah, so Jacques is from a local village where every third boy was named Jacques. So <laughs> Jacques the blacksmith, Jacques the farmer to the east, Jacques the farmer to the west, and his natural skills tend toward uh, hunting game legally and or illegally, hence Jacques the poacher. You know, in Jacques' defense, sure, in that town, one of every three babies is named Jacques, but one of every three Jacques dies in infancy. So it True. really is not <laughs> as common a name as you might think. <laughs> Jean-Marie yells from one of the upper windows. Oh, God. What are you two doing? A priest and... <laughs> A priest and a bard? You're supposed to be assembling a foraging and hunting party, not arranging a wedding. Gertheva <laughs> wishes she could fall into the earth right now. What is this energy so far this morning? I... Fine. Yeah, like, she... Let's get, let's get Jacques, and let's get you, and you people are sociable. Come, let's, let's go to the river. Hmm. Let's get some fishing done, and maybe uh, we can send... Uh, Bard. I'll, I'll go with Jacques into the into the. Hey, bard. Jean Marie calls to the bard. Bard. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, sir. Very, by, by the way, Jacques is very polite to Jean Marie because he sees where he. I mean, not Jacques. Berenger is very friendly to Jean Marie because he knows where the bread is buttered here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Jean Marie is normal. Normally, a very nice guy. Mm -hmm. According to the text. <laughs> he just. Just Simon has got him off, off on the wrong foot. Yeah. He's all says, up everybody's ass. Yeah. He says, Bard. Uh, yes. Play, play these common folk a song to cheer them in their work. Okay. Um, I will do so. I'll play a, a merry little tune on my lute. Uh, I can even fire up my enchanting music ability to actually try to instill a mood of uh, confidence in them. Oh. Can you play Canonicity sounds, by the police? Sounds marvelous. <laughs> uh, I'll do Synchronicity 1. Do you want to roll for that uh, column, or I don't believe you need to roll for that, do you? Okay. No, I mean I could just. I, yeah, I don't think much is at stake here. I'll just play a jaunty <laughs> little hunting song. Um, as as I tune up one last time, you you won't. Will I need to change? Do you need me to go to the river with you for some reason? 
Um, you don't. You you may um you, you could switch him out for the grog if you'd rather. Yeah, I think Jacques's more useful in, on a hunting expedition. <laughs> <laughs> and and Baron Gear would be damn near useless. So All right. unless we well, like while, have to. While you're playing your song, give me one moment while I go okay. and uh, find a bottle opener. Okay. I've got one. You need it. <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. Yes, I'll play a charming song about a young squire who. Rides upon his horse down the old town through road. He rides the horse till he can no longer ride it. Uh, yeah. Wow! And he makes observations about people he sees along the way. <laughs> that sounds Incredible. like a winner. Yeah. Get up off your what about? It's, it's been uh, rather viral, actually. So when Maga, when when Maggie go out, right? So we want protection grog, so we can send shot long along with us. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you don't want mute um, bald guard? Uh, he oh. is a large. Mute, tough boy. No, we'll take them both. Like yeah. Shotlong is also—he's also a warrior type. So okay. So we've got protection for the Magi, was what mm-hmm. I was saying. And then Jacques, who can do some skills. Hell yes. So if Becky and I have our have our Magu have our have our mage characters and our Magus. Then uh, <laughs> the Grogs are the Grogs are settled out amongst the rest of you. Enjoy. And I imagine Jacques has everybody seen Hot Fuzz. <laughs> uh, you know when he, they go to the farmer and they need to bring the old cop along to translate because he's like he speaks the local dialect so strongly. Is that, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. like that's Jacques. Right? <laughs> like you can kind of understand, him, but it takes a little work. He's not going to. Yeah, he can talk to locals for you, but that's about like the local farm folk. But that's about it. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying Ooh. to think of a French section that's going to be almost as unintelligible as like a really thick Welsh accent or like <laughs> <laughs> so like heavy Scottish. So bro. this is probably a little bit of metagaming. Uh, Damon, you would you'd said uh, you'd said that we needed protection for the Maggie. So are you implying that that uh, that key is just not enough? Or no, no. I I just assumed. I, I thought I got the sense that you weren't coming. Maybe my oh maybe no. Yeah, Gee Gee would love to go hunt. He, he is coming. All right then. Yes, he's he's coming to hunt. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But we could still use a hunter. No, no. That still gives us three grogs. Like like for so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is our first time playing, right? So like yeah. The whole point of of having grogs around is there's always characters for somebody to play, even if it's not their primary one. So for yeah. example, if it makes no sense for Cam's companion to come along, there are grogs he can pick up. Right. Oh, I got Which you. is kind of what I'm doing here. Like Baron Garrett not useful on a hunt, but that's all I'll be Jacques metagame wise. Okay. Or or shot. Or huh. uh what's the name of your of the other one, Brent? Oh, um Mute. Mute. <laughs> right. So you, you see how this works? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the the, the, the gods are in the pool so that everybody always has a character to play, if not more than one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for Guy, uh, he would he would love to go along uh, over mute. I would say just because, although mute might know the area better. Well, we could bring both then. Yeah, mute can also come. Okay, all, all the, right. All oh, the I gro- just all the grogs are all communal characters. All of them. Gotcha. Um, I will. They're, they're I will. Communal. I will say. I will say that the the area you're going to is is quite nearby. You're not you're not venturing into the wilderness. <laughs> We're the wild frontier here, so. Well, but hopefully we'll need people to carry game back if all goes well. Oh yeah, yeah nothing I mean, else. Got that big shield. If everything, <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to need more than that. You're trying to replenish the stocks. 
So if nothing so, else, we need bodies. So you know, it may be that we don't need we don't need shot longs, you know, uh, axe, but he can certainly do a lot of carrying and help out. Yeah, and you can assume you can assume that the um, the covenant is giving you a cart and some horses and barrels mm. to put fish in and whatever. So you can assume okay. that you'll you have all of these. Yeah. All right. So you just cool. want to make sure that you've got, you know, the right people for the job. Sweet. Which so. I'm looking now that I'm really looking at uh, mute. I'm not really seeing anything in his abilities that would lead me to believe that he's. Um, in fact, mute probably wouldn't come come along because if he is a guard for the for the covenant then he probably wouldn't be taken off the post for this. Does that make sense? If that's his job at the Covenant, is to regard yeah, the Covenant. Yeah, but the, I mean, the, the, the Covenant's not in any danger. I mean, we get on, no. we get on extremely well with the, uh, with the mundanes over in Narbonne. And, yeah. and, the, and the head honcho seemed pretty worked up about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, more the merrier, I say. Yeah. Okay. Just take, just take everybody. Why the hell not? Yeah. yeah all right. I just, yeah. yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. I had a moment where I was like, okay, is it going to be too much for me to swap between two characters really quickly, or nah. like, or if like someone, I, nah, well, I mean, you know, again, again, Brent. The thing to keep in mind is like, a grog doesn't actually belong to a player. A grog belongs. Mm. To yeah, they're somewhere between NPC and player character. They're kind of a hybrid. It almost seems like. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, like I'm, not I'm not keeping the. the That's why eventually we're going to want mute stats, so that anybody can pick them up when we need them. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So. Okay. So are you guys you guys happy enough with your party then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get to the rivers. Okay. So you start uh, heading out towards uh, the towards the outer wall of the Covenant. You pass by the. Graveyard of the Covenant, and through the main gates, and you just start heading out towards the river. It's a fine spring morning. Birds are singing. Grass is growing. Trees are blowing. Listen to that grass grow! Damn. There you go. I might want to grow a little bit more of it. I'll just every now and then I'll wave my hand a little and mumble a few things and make the grass just a little bit greener. Uh, Guy is going to look over at, uh, at Gutu- Gutuma? Yeah. Gutuma. And say, so, uh, what you up to? <laughs> over there. <laughs> I am canonically repulsed. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I have a chance. Which means I have a chance. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, she, uh, she, she, like, does a smile where it doesn't reach her eyes and nods and kind of, like, walks closer to Simon so that maybe he's, like, blocking line of sight. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, dude. So you continue on uneventfully. Um, so how far a trek is it to where we're going? 
like oh, hour. Oh, it's oh, it's about an hour and a half. Okay. It's, oh, only, it's, only, it's only like three miles or so. It's not far. Okay. So you're so like I'll, a wizard. That's so you're cool. like a wizard. Um. Uh. So. Jacques, I assume, is leading the way since he knows the trails around here really well. Um, uh, if that's okay yeah. with everybody, mm-hmm. I do. I do want to make it very clear that on the way over, that uh, that Guy made it very clear that he's very good at hunting deer. He wanted to assure oh. everyone that there will be at least two two does brought back today by my own arrow. And do you have? Do you are you equipped with a bow and arrow? <laughs> Quiet silence. Uh, he must be in order to be good with a bow and arrow. Does this lance count? Because because <laughs> I know that that scruffy little jock is. Listen, I might need to borrow the bow and arrow, but <laughs> it will still be my. But, wait, okay. So, so wait, I assume we can check some things out of like our limited stores at the Covenant. Like right? yes. you've got some hunting bows and fishing gear and yes. things like that. Yeah. Sure. Yes, you've got nets. I know Jacques has a longbow. Oh yeah. So he is he's equipped. So um, I guess that's, uh, that's oh he's got a longbow. That's mm-hmm. that's an impressive piece of equipment. Hell yeah. Um, and Jacques along the way is looking for uh, signs like deer signs and other animal signs, but he knows really with these uh, loud, clumsy people trailing along behind him until he can split off from this group. We're just going to scare every damn animal uh, a mile away. Does he just do a, as he does, thought... does, does Jacques need to do a roll on that? Uh, I mean, if you want me to, I'm, I'm my assumption is I'll lead people, get some as some people start fishing and whatnot, and I'll lead. Uh, skilled hunters out to try to actually hunt for real. Um, yes, but first let's establish a base camp. It's incredibly important. <laughs> and I know that because I'm very good at hunting. <laughs> very well. You can go Our... ahead and establish a base camp. Okay. Gee arbitrarily assigns, uh, establishes a base camp by putting a couple of rocks on top of each other and says, All right. We've made. We've established a base camp. Are we even at the river yet? <laughs> yes, you're at the river. Okay. Oh, you're, okay. Good. You've approached. You've approached the area of the river. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, maybe perhaps uh, Jacques. Yeah, perhaps Jacques would like to do a scan of the area. Okay. Um, Rob. So what would that be? That would be a perception roll. Yeah, well, I've got wilderness sense also. Okay. Uh, or hunt. Well, that's more once I know uh, I. Let's go with wilderness sense for okay. now. Just he's, right. so he's just getting the general feel of the area. Yeah. Uh, so wilderness sense plus perception. You're saying? Sure. So that's a plus five. Ooh, can I do roll? Can I do d10 plus five as a roll? Do we have to do the I math was wondering about that. I want to see. Oops, except I have a stray letter here. Hold on. Yes, it would be D10 plus a five. Yep, that works. Sure. Oh, as the roll, does it? No, it didn't. Uh, no, oh. nothing's happening. But, uh, well, you didn't have your space. No, you didn't do a roll oh. 1D10. You did okay, a roll on. space 1D10 plus five. 1D10. I see what you're saying. Plus five. 1D10. Roll. So 13. There we go. Very nice. Okay. 
Okay, one thing you notice about the area is it seems to be teeming with uh, little critters, little rabbits. Mm, okay. Not much, not much eating in rabbits, but there's a lot of rabbits, a lot of voles, a lot of mice. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> um, Sergey, you met the mice. They're certainly... The, the, the fish are, and cer- as the fish are we... certainly jumping in the river, and there's some sizable fish. But one thing, one thing you notice is that there seems to be very little bird activity. You son. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, um, I noticed that too. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, Garthama definitely, definitely, definitely noticed that. Like, as soon as it was weird, if there were, if there's usually like birds at this time of day or like this time of year she would a big part of her studies have been like uh, you know where yeah, they are and what they are when so they them were singing, not being there they were singing away all to the journey here and now that you're here hmm. they, so seem, no. they seem noticeably absent okay so i'm i'm definitely my my antenna are are up with that situation. Um, my focus isn't with small animals, but I have a lot of, let's see. I'm trying to, I basically, I want to interrogate a vole. <laughs> no. Who do you work for? <laughs> I want to. Why, um, why did I say there were voles? <laughs> why did I say there were voles? Uh, I want to, I want to basically, I want to be asking of the small rodent fauna, um, what brings them here? Is it like, um, you know, maybe it's a magical force that they just showed up or whatever. So have you found a vole to interrogate? <laughs> you said they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, this is this is going to be relevant to our party. Um, I have quiet magic and subtle magic, and I'm unif- inoffensive to animals. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I can cast a subtle spell, and my gift still repels people, but animals don't get extra wig- or they don't get wigged out at all. Um, I'm actually, I have animal Ken. So... You can talk with them. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so you come across, you come across a vole. Yeah. I, I, like, I sidle off to the side, and I, I sit still for a little uh-huh. while. And if they're really teeming all over the place, one is probably going to run by my hand in a second, and I'll and take that opportunity. Sh- one surely does roll by your hand. And not only, he stops, and he stiffs your hand, and he, you open your palm, and he just crawls right into your palm. Okay. And he just looks up at you. Okay. Would it be appropriate for Guy to see this? <laughs> So, because I really want Guy to watch this. This would probably be. <laughs> I cast Ball of Abysmal Flame. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. What? Okay, so I think this is going to be. Um. Well, just use your animal can skill. Yeah, you if can animal just... can, it's talking to animals. Yes, I you can just you can just you can just talk to animals. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Okay. Awesome. You don't need. You don't need to do anything. This is if it was like a if it was an Italian vole, then you'd have to. <laughs> you would have to. There's speak no Italian. talking to them anyway. I mean, yeah. Why would you talk to an Italian vole? Yeah. So. Um, it was a pleasure talking one. to you, Gertama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. 
Oh, hey, okay. come on! I'm a mole. I'm a mole. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> um. So yeah, Gertima, uh She asked the little bull. Uh, you know there are a lot of your uh, cousins around. I don't know. Uh, I was gonna do like a like a German submarine movie German accent, like '30s really bad cartoon, but I. I'm not gonna do that instead. You have it. Why are all of your friends here? <laughs> Tell me, little mouse. <laughs> what are you and all of your cousins doing here? I really need this. Nuggets! What? What? Nuggets! Nuggets? Nuggets! Nu- nice well, nuggets! Uh, nuggets of what? Nuggets! Good Where? nuggets! <laughs> Show me, show me a nugget. Of course, nuggets of nuggets. Here, <laughs> he crawls off the palm of your hand and just rummages around in the dirt and just holds up a just an indistinguishable piece of dirt and goes, "Nuggets." May I please have this? My nugget. <laughs> okay, of course it's yours. Uh, thank you very much. The vole just devours the piece of dirt, whatever it is eating. Some seed. What happens to him after he eats it? Nothing. He's just still sitting there. He's, he's, he not afra- he's not afraid of you. No, but he's not, like, immediately going for another one? Um, he's... He's not, he's, like, starting to scratch his arm or something? He's pretty He's pretty tense, <laughs> yeah. He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty tense. tense? Yeah. He's, look, he's looking around, because there's a lot of... There's a lot of Nuggets! There sure are. Okay. Okay. Sure Ask are. him about the birds. Hey guys, I gotta let the dog out real quick. I'll be right back. That's uh, what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it. <laughs> hey. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Um. If you don't mind me asking, uh, where there are usually so many songbirds around this river, where are they right now? Gone. More nuggets. <laughs> I understand entirely. Thank you. So, what did you learn? To a mouse. Yes. Um. So yeah, I go. Uh, I relay to Simon. Um, I I want to indicate to him that we should be digging around in the dirt. I'm probably, actually, you know what? I'm probably not aware that it's going to make us look like a couple of weirdos. I wanna. I wanna be bringing his attention to the to the rodent situation and try and uh <laughs> tell him that we're looking for nuggets uh, you know nuggets what I look over at, at jacques and i say I... wizards are weird people right <laughs> what do you mean we're looking for nuggets there was something that the vol said don't you notice how there are dozens and dozens of rodents but no birds uh, yeah, I noticed the lack of birds. Did you ask him where the birds went? Well, he couldn't tell me about that. He seemed very singularly focused on this uh, this substance in the soil. He just kept calling them nuggets. They don't so look he... any different to me. So in other words, he's focused on eating. Bulls eat uh, tree roots. Bulls yes, eat uh, something... bulbs and nuts. Yes, but there must be something extraordinary about this place and time because, I mean, as we have experienced, very hard winter. Uh, but here seems to be thriving, or at least, so I'm like, I'm, 
very in character, not able to articulate any further. So uh, she just starts like rooting around, kind of looking to see if she can differentiate in the soil some of, um, some of what the vole pulled out. You know, like does is the soil all the same consistency, or are there like tiny roots and tubers in there? Show to me your nuggets. Show to me your nuggets. <laughs> so you notice a, a a little rabbit. A rabbit comes hopping lazily by and hmm. just kind of cool. stops and stops and looks at you. I will uh I'll put it in a good frame of mind. I'll go ahead and cast <laughs> the ferocious bear to completely calm it down. <laughs> what? No, Sorry? Uh, it's a spell called Soothe the Ferocious Bear. Like, oh, okay. I missed the Soothe part. You blinked out for just the word Soothe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cast Kill the Ferocious Bear. <laughs> you just make yeah. this rabbit explode. <laughs> yeah. Just to completely make it calm. Cool. Uh, is just a stress roll? Because if not, otherwise I'm just going to make it. Well, the rabbit's already, the rabbit's already quite calm. Oh. He's not, a, he's not he's afraid not of her. Oh, okay, well, mind no, then. If it's not, not necessary, then I won't worry about it. Um, I say, Gertima. Yes? Maybe you'll get more information out of a rabbit. Uh, perhaps. And then I, I sidle up to him, and I post my elbow up on the bar. I say, so, you come here for the nuggets? He just chews grass, and he says, Nuggets? <laughs> what, are, what are nuggets? Is there what the <laughs> voles are eating these days? Uh, tell oh, me. you don't want to talk to voles. Voles are oh. idiots. Oh, I want to talk to everybody. Um, All voles talk about are nuggets. What do uh? What? Do... <laughs> I should just play animals in role playing games. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's really fucking working for me. I, I, me. I'm so sorry. Tell me about your nuggets. Could I stack a bunch of you and your Vol brothers up together? No, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I ask the uh, I ask the rabbit what you know. There's there's dozens of you and and your kind around here, and I happen to notice that there's not many birds. Is there something going on either in the forest to push you away, or here in the river to bring you? The birds left. Do you know why? The river frightened them away. The river itself? Calm. The rabbit just hops away. Yeah, calm. So, when did we first notice there were no birds? Um, when you were setting up camp. When we were where? When we were were setting up camp. Yeah, two rocks. Yeah. Base camp. Remember where it is. You may need to come back here. Let me put it to you this way. How far back towards the covenant will I walk before I hear a bird again? Oh. Um. 15, 20 minutes. Oh, so a good distance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just the... they just seem to be keeping their distance. I mean, you can you can see them in the distance. In the distance, can yeah. I? Is, so there's like an invisible wall. It's just that this. It's just that this time of day, you would expect to hear many Simon. more words than you're hearing. But you see what I'm getting at. Like, is there like an invisible wall line they're just refusing to cross that I'm not really seeing? Well, so, what I would say. Well, what I'm a, gonna if, say it would be invisible. 
that's what, what that's, I'm gonna say. Yeah. What I'm saying to Simon is that um, our the other the other head lady the uh, the other Maga Marcella. I think mm-hmm. that this might have something of her interest here because she's looking for a spirit in the river. But that being said, uh, I don't think it's going to help with our ration situation, though. But we'll want to tell Marcella when we get back. Yeah. Jacques says, uh, my lady, can I shoot some of the rabbits or are they friendlier? <laughs> um, well, we're going to be very hungry, but don't shoot that one. Uh... Start, start on that. really tries to memorize what rabbit what rabbit that is. Uh, <laughs> Just start going the other direction and then okay. do what you have to do. Okay. Would well, I must be a vegetarian? I have I'll, I'll begin fishing with uh, <laughs> with whoever happens to be around. And I'll I'll, Jacques, uh, you I'll go fishing. I don't have the heart for hunting. Oh. So once again. I said, I'll go fishing. I don't have the heart for hunting. Great. Oh. I'm compassionate. <laughs> so you just you just take the nets and you flaw. go fishing? Yeah. Okay, well, you go fishing and they're just, you're just, is somebody going to help them with the nets or is it just going to be, just going to be him? I'm, I think. No, I'm helping. That... Okay. I've got it. I'm helping and, you know, I'm sure we can get a grog to help out. Mm-hmm. So you guys. I are, am clumsy. Are... This should be noted. Oh yeah, you got uh, you got the mute bald guard helping with the fishies. He's like at least six foot. Uh, calm. Good reach for the net. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Were we told there was um, like material goods that we could have gathered? Like we don't need to be cutting firewood. Like, did we need to get something no, for repairs pure, or something like that? This is no. This is purely food. Okay. This is a purely food thing. I'm going to collect... I will I will also I will also mention that Garcon uh-huh. has a slight sense of unease about the area that you're in. Okay. Ooh, this area wow. makes me uneasy, you guys. I'm going to be collecting edible plants and herbs, including like medicinal herbs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm not doing the hunting fishing thing, but I'm trying to help. Okay. Okay. So, Garcon, what are you sensing? What is, what is what's the problem? I, I, I don't know. What am I sensing? Just a sense of unease. <laughs> okay. Uh, just it's just quiet. A, uh, a general just, underlying just a feeling that, that I get. I can't right. really. I can't put my finger on it, but. But if I something... look across the river column, if I look across the river, is it like the same condition as here? There's no birds. Yeah, it's just it's just pretty countryside, but yeah, there don't seem to be too many birds going on. Other than that, the area seems perfectly normal. The other animals don't seem bothered. Just the okay. birds. Speaking of which, uh, Jacques, would you care for a friendly wager? Right. <laughs> I think that Did you say I? I? <laughs> Is it I'm translating. Now? Are you Jock now? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm not, I haven't decided where to go with the accent here to convey that sense of like extreme local, you know. Okay. Oh, okay. Just sound like Just say ho 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 to everything. Ho 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 ho. Sort of wager. I think that I can 
I can uh, I can shoot more deer than you in a single day. I can do anything better than you. I ain't seen deer yet. But, you mentioned on my roll that I hadn't seen any signs of deer, Column. No, you just saw. No, I didn't mention any deer, did I? Okay. No. So uh, what? I, what is what is Jacques doing? So Jacques and uh, Jacques and uh, Guy are heading off together. Are they then? Yeah. Uh, so I guess. And... Uh, so I don't know who's in charge here, as far as Jacques uh, would assume. Oof, well, he, would have the, he would have. He. The, he would have. He's not. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a. A magus. No. I would assume the big. But he's a. He's a. He's a knight though, so he's got a higher social standing than you. Yeah, okay, that's good enough for me. Uh, <laughs> lots of rabbits, no deer. And uh, look further for deer or find, or get rabbits here. Well, you could get, you could get rabbits. I mean, let's just assume you can just you could just get rabbits like Oh yeah, that's oh, no, I'm asking Gee, like get rabbits here or search farther for deer. Oh, deer, my good man. Why? I want to eat as the as the Parisians in in the capital eat. Okay. Uh, Parisians <laughs> in the capital like Venice? Venison? Venison? Uh, Listen. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we'll range a little further away from this noisy crowd to see if I can find any sign of deer column. Okay. So the two of you start heading further mm -hmm. into the the undergrowth out mm -hmm. towards towards the river more. Okay. And, and I'm moving away you know, from everyone else. in my good stealth survival tri uh, style. And hoping that uh, the knight is uh, is doing the same. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he actually is pretty. Uh, and again, I'm just trying to interpret the ability scores here. Uh, he does have two points in uh, hunting deer. Oh, okay. So I'm going to assume that he, despite all of his history, okay. he actually does seem like he knows what he's doing. All right, Jacques gives you a grudging nod. Yeah. Except he didn't. He didn't bring a. He didn't bring a bow and arrow. <laughs> oh, I thought we I said he would we're, we're saying he, we're saying he's got them. So are both he equipped of, one at the Covenant, I think. Yeah. Both of you are yes. equipped with. Or maybe I brought a spare. Both <laughs> of you are. Scenario. Let's just do that. You give okay. him your spare because that's more right. demeaning to. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you're so you're both armed with longbows. Then. Mm. Okay. Well, deer are quite stealthy, obviously. So you're probably going to need to. Uh, do some rolls to okay. flush him out or detect them. You're definitely seeing some signs, you know. <laughs> You're seeing there's some dung that's relatively fresh. Mm. Some broken twigs. Good signs, these. Are they? I, I know fuck all about deer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I can, I can take over and pilot if you want me here. I see a pack of uh, the kind of cigarettes you that deer like to, to your, smoke. You stick to your <laughs> fish. You stick to your you're fishing, fat man. Beer bottles that the deer like to drink. Very specific brand for the deer. Mm -hmm. Look, Jägermeister. They must be close. <laughs> they must be close. Can't be far. <laughs> okay, so, so we're off of hunting. You're off of hunting, you two. So, oh, what can we have you? What can we have you roll? What has Jacques got? Well, it obviously has to be perception. Uh, you'll be going to do your perception and... Uh, Hunting, you're hunting, maybe. Hunting is good. Okay. And I'm um, supposed so to get a tracking. That's, that's a that's a that's a five and a ten again. Okay, a ten side or plus five. 
Yeah, and it's probably going against uh, uh let me see. Let me check my charts. It's going to be fairly straightforward. <laughs> uh, where are my ease factors? It can't be much more than a six. Go ahead and just roll. Let's see, three. And you said perception? Okay. Yeah. Let me say, okay, we'll say, we'll say it's a. Uh, mm, how would you consider? Would you consider hunting deer average or hard? Average would be an ease factor of nine. Hard would be a 12, you'd have to be. Eesh. Okay. So you got a five and, there's and a, a. There's your 12, my friend. Okay, that'll do. Yeah, I screwed up. Okay. The, I guess you can't do a capital R in the roll, is what I've just learned. No. <laughs> oh, no, I don't it's think it's so. a tiny okay. R. Okay, so yeah, you see, uh, you see about oof, fifteen paces out. You see a good-sized doe. Mm-hmm. Doe. So yeah, a deer. A, a, deer. a female a deer. Female deer. Yeah. How far is a pace? How far is a pace? Yeah. Half a fathom. Between, between, a, between a hop, a between a hop and a skip. <laughs> okay. I think it's a. I think it's about a third of a furlong. It is. <laughs> it's approximately a yard. It's about a yard. Okay. A inch of a hectare. <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh? What's the uh? The arc cubits? <laughs> it's one and a half cubits. <clears throat> okay. So... Shall I take a shot? I think you should take a shot with your longbow. So I'm seeing it's dex plus ability plus weapon. <laughs> dex plus ability a... plus weapon, which is gives you an attack of an 11. Yeah. Okay. Look oh. at me reading the charts. 10 attack. plus. So it's a d10 plus 11 then. Yes. Oh. Just slayed. One down. A fine right. shot. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you 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 venture further. Okay, so uh, now well, we should probably deal with this one so scavengers don't get it, I guess. Well, while you're dealing with that, okay, yeah, yeah, he will venture. Will okay. venture further in. What about you, he? Do you have any uh, any abilities in uh, hunting? Yes, I do. I have hunt deer for two. You too, and then what is your perception? My perception. under characteristics. Uh, is that uh, going to be abbreviated as P E R? Yeah. Okay, so it's zero. Okay, so you are going to be rolling a D10 on a two. So you need you. So you are going on D10 two. Did we say an, a nine on the ease factor? So you need to be you need a nine or better. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a I'm deer. I'm not as good at deer hunting as I thought it was. <laughs> it's a deer. It's a deer. They're not oh. easy. Oh. 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 There are no more deer around here. Our last one. <laughs> well, this. This force seems rather scarce. And you hear, you hear a branch, a large branch snap, and you both, and you you both look up, mm-hmm. 
and about 30 paces across the river on the other side is an enormous stag. Whoa. Shit. Like, oh yeah. I mean it could it could it could feed the covenant for um for weeks. For a day. Weeks. <laughs> no, weeks. For weeks. It's big. Weeks. Uh how big and deep is this river? <laughs> Actually at this point of the river, um it's not very wide. It's only about Twenty paces wide, whatever that is. So if we and were to cock the, the northern trail wagon, we could probably get across it. Mm, uh, it maybe, it maybe, you'd probably wade across it to the middle. The middle's gonna probably come up to your neck. How tall are you? Uh five four. Oh, five four. Jacques's uh, not a tall fellow. Jacques I mean, by, Jacques, by twelve hundred standards, that's not bad. I guess. Jacques can swim though. Short. Oh yeah, could, yes, you could swim. So that's that's true. Cool. But can I drag a deer across a, a stag across a river? That's my concern. Oh, you got wizards. Yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> and you got you also, you, you also have twenty you, yard shot. You also have nets. Okay. Would um would the magic users here have any kind of spidey sense about this animal? Like, would it have a? I don't I don't even know if this is a mechanic in the game where like. If it had a spell on it, is there any kind of uh, like passive perception type of detect magic that we have that goes on? You can activate that... by detect magic by doing Itelago Veen spells. Right. But we wouldn't just like feel the presence of another magical being? Not necessarily. Okay. That also might scare it off. Although yeah. you have, you have um, both of you have like quiet magic. Yeah. Or subtle magic. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm I wouldn't scare it off necessarily. Honestly, I'm not like I'm not following these guys that I'm I'm probably just you know farther much farther away. I probably don't know this scene is going on really, so well I figure we're here to shoot deer, so yeah. Actually, I was being I was being very patient, but absolutely, Gee, as soon as he sees this deer, he, yeah. this stag, he is after it. Okay, he wants to be the one to take it down. Okay, because right now the scoreboard is Jacques one, Gee zero. Very true. And Gee's about to get three points, <laughs> so Gee's going after that stag. Mm-hmm. Well, what do I have to roll well, to take that? You're gonna have to roll uh twelve or better on a twelve, which is all you could do. To hit it? Yep. It could be a stress roll, so you might get lucky. but he gets the weapon added to it for the actual attack. I'm using I'm using Jack's same stats. Except he's got you've got oh. you've got the you've got the well oh for the attack. Yeah. Yeah, he'd get the plus for the bow. Well, he but can then go is, for it. it would be it would be dex plus ability plus weapon. Not that I want to help him, but <laughs> <laughs> so my dex is two. Uh, da, 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 da. It doesn't look like I have a weapon ability for bows. Oh, it would be. Oh yeah, huh? <laughs> so what was all that bragging about? <laughs> so wait, yeah, I'm actually. 
I'm really confused because so I, I can't use bows like at all or you would just have a zero skill ability, I think. Oh. That kind of so mm. I really don't think you've got I, I hope in the hell of, of hitting that of hitting that stag. You don't understand. He <laughs> has to kill the stag. <laughs> like it has to happen. So it's going to happen. So what what uh, what what did I need to roll? It, it's a. It's, your, it's going to be your dexterity. Okay. Plus That's your ability, which is zero. Two plus zero. Plus the weapon bonus of four. Plus the weapon bonus of four. Ah, okay. Damn, actually, wow, that's that's the case. My attack with my like, I'm I'm better off trying to sort them <laughs> across the river. Yeah, I think it. I think it will have gone by then. Yeah, <laughs> not if I run fast enough. And you have a, you have a, actually you have a plus two for because you have that puissant single weapon. Oh right! So and... you can do you can do a plus two on your attack roll. Okay. So, so what would that bring you up to? So I apologize. My dexterity plus was two, and then the bow gets four. The bow would be uh, four, and then you would have another two, so six. You would have eight. You... Huh. Still, you don't. You don't. You can't get it. What? No! Come on! Look at this. <laughs> you can't. Look how good that twelve is. It's very good. <laughs> What did, what did you just roll? <laughs> D10 plus 8. Yeah. D10 plus... Yeah. Oh, uh, to, descri- to describe my action, to like, describe. he is absolutely... Like, he is taking a shot with the bow as soon as he, like, has anything that resembles a, a clean shot. <laughs> and his shot lands. <gasps> Fucking yeah, it does! <laughs> it's sailed through the air and straight through the throat. Whoa! Stag, the stag stumbles and then just cleanly falls. Falls into the river and floats away. Nope. It doesn't <laughs> fall into the river. It just falls into the under into the underground. He doesn't say anything, but he gives a knowing glance over at Jacques. Ugh. Jacques gives you a nod. All right. Now, he's not go- comp- Jacques's not competitive. <laughs> he just wants the job to get done. <laughs> okay. Every loser. So, Guy, looking over at River now, is like, so how do we get it back across? How tall is Guy? So, um, I don't know. I kind of figured average height, but again. No, 12, 13th century, so about four foot six. it wasn't that bad right no i assume he's a knight so i i figure he's probably what five eight five nine yeah that he's a tall guy that's you could possibly you could possibly you could possibly wade across that river Mm -hmm. yeah and i do so you can't you can't you can't do it by yourself Yeah, I mean, that's across a, that's with, a yeah. fucking swim. So both of you, both of you, make your way down to the riverbank. You're starting to push your way, wedge your way through the reeds. There's a lot of reeds going on there. Not that anyone has called out for help with this. 
But I do have a a spell called Lifting the Dangling Puppet. <laughs> Actually, as soon as uh, I, I think, uh, as we get closer to the um, closer to the kill, uh, Guy looks over at Jacques and says, "You know, I just remembered that we have wizards." <laughs> Why don't we go get the wizards? Well, actually, actually, you're just you're just making your way through the reeds at the oh. edge of the riverbank, and he feels something cold and clammy brush against his hand. Ooh. And you Do look down. Yeah. You look down, and in the reeds, you see a small blue. Mottled hand. Duh. Ooh, this might be a body. Like a like a <laughs> severed hand? And as you move the reeds aside, you see the body of a young girl submerged in the water. Oh. No. Not pleasant. Um, yeah, I, I, I try to drag, drag the body out. Okay. So you drag the body to the bank. Okay, now Jacques sees what's going on here. <laughs> Are we making any kind of commotion, Colin? Because I figure I might be kind of far afield. Do I, do I get called? Hmm. Yeah, We're how far are we from? How far away from me are, are, are Oh, from you're all you're all within a hundred yards of each other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I figure if somebody said anything at the top of their yeah. voice about coming back down, I'll give us I'll give a shout. Okay. Uh, boy, over here. So, am I? Can I roll for detect unholiness since I've got this uneasy feeling, and now all of a sudden people are shouting? Um, I believe you can. I don't have your sheath. Um, let I've me see. Although it's you have a you have an in, an in, an innate sense of it. Yeah, I don't, believe actually, that... I don't believe he actually needs to roll, does he, Damon? I don't well, think so. Is... I don't think so either. Okay. I think you just you just have this sense of holiness and unholiness. Well, let me let me look at the. Okay. I thought there were more specifics to it than that, but uh, hold on, I'm looking it up. No, he does have an ability that he rolls against. He has an ability starting at rank one called, uh, level one, called ability, sense holiness and unholiness. Oh, okay. And, yeah. It says you're able to feel the presence of good and evil. In auras of particularly strong divine or infernal influence, your sensitivity may overwhelm you. You have <sighs> sense holiness and unholiness at level one, and if you spent more experience points, it could be at better than level one. But what you get for that, perception plus sense holiness and unholiness against an each factor of nine lets you sense holiness and unholiness in a general area against 15 in a person or an object. So you would need a 15 or better. Okay, I can try. Why not? So what is your perception? So that's, my perception That's that P-E-R in characteristics. Plus two. Two. And then your holiness and unholiness is one. So, so I can only roll a 13. Yeah, you're not going to hit it. Yeah. So you can only do okay. it on a stress die. Like, if you happen to roll a zero, then you get to roll again and double the result, and that's how you can get it. It's like well, rolling just, 20 in D&D. Well, you could go for it, because it's a stressful yep. situation. 
You'd agree. Yeah, it is now. You'd um, agree, Damon, wouldn't you? Yeah, roll a zero is what you want. So, so, so you can so roll, you can roll your, your roll one d ten. Yep. One d ten. Okay, give me one second here. Hope. <clears throat> Ooh, uh, that's the opposite of ten and nine. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. So, okay, so that gives me a thirteen. Do I at least sense oh, unholiness in the area? The um, you get yeah. just just a no. You just get a sense okay. of repulsion and okay. Thank you. No. Uh, then I suppose I will uh, put down my nets and start moving in their direction, too. Okay. Thank you. So once I'm there, like, how old does the body look to me? Uh, to the, to the, to the uh, corpus magus? Yeah. Um, you can see that about 15 years old, perhaps. She's brown hair. How long has this, has this person been dead, maybe, give or take? Mm, I would say perhaps a week. Well, that's not bad. Uh, I happen to have the spell Whispers Through the Black Gate, which lets me speak to a corpse. Whoa. Okay. You could attempt it. That sounds useful. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is there any magic? I will order? say that another thing you have noticed is you notice. That she has dirt in her fingernails. Oh. Is there a, like one letter embedded in oh. a fingernail? Sorry, we just started watching Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> Rewriting. Right. Yeah, I noticed I noticed stuff like the fingernail stuff because I'm I'm probably getting in my real obsessive mode. Like I'm I think I'd be horrified at first, but like well, you know, also... you know, the both of you notice that she has, you know, she's about fifteen years old. She's brown hair. You notice the skin; her skin is covered with pockmarks, just from head to toe. Oh. Like, I should like ask. The, uh, Jacques like is from like a local village, and he knows some of the people in the area. Just the top of uh, your head is this somebody he recognizes she, as a local. She does. She does not look familiar to you at all. No. Okay. So when you say pockmarks, she like, she, all... had, she had pox, maybe. Maybe. All I can tell you is that the skin is covered with pock marks. That the body has yeah. been grossly mutilated. Oh, how so? Post mortem. There are no signs of resistance or violence. Yeesh. Is there a magical aura to aid or hinder me in this casting? Um, you could attempt the casting. Yeah, that's why you're I'm attempting whispers through the black gate. Yeah. Um. Well, you sense that she's already been given a Christian burial. Oh, really? Yeah, that won't work. I was wondering about that with the fingers. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it anyway. It'll just fail if she had a Christian burial. So this will prove it one way or the other. Why didn't that work? Oh, it's right. It's got to use the bang. Ex exclamation, yeah. Yeah. The bang. 
Oh, I, editing doesn't work. Okay. There it is. 24, I exceed it by a whole bunch. You do, but it fails. It fails, so this person has definitely had a Christian burial. She has received a Christian burial. Um, is there anything else you can do? Well, I'm curious about, I want to, like, the dirt, like, uh, does it look anything at all like the dirt around here? It looks similar. Uh, Zach will, will take a quick look. Those the mutilations those look like animals. He would probably be able no. to notice that. No, okay. No, they look like they were done with uh, with um, instruments. All right, Jacques's gonna go start working on the deer. He knows his usefulness is done here. Oh, dead body, kill cool. off to the deer. Yeah. <laughs> He so, is going to kind of watch yeah, um, the, the Magi kind of work over this body with a sort of shocked <laughs> horror. Uh, and he looks he looks over to um, oh goodness, uh, Garçon is like uh, preacher is uh, friar. What was it? I friar. Friar. Friar is. Is that something that they should be doing right now? I don't. I don't know the the protocol here. At uh, this point, uh, Carson is uh, so overcome with uh, compassion <laughs> that he's he's barely intelligible. He's he's a blubbering mess at this point. Oh goodness! Oh yeah, he's a he's a sensitive boy, isn't he? Yes, oh, he is. Uh, he's just crying about this poor girl, and and yes, he's muttering about uh, uh, desecrating corpses and and how we have to put her back in the ground. But it's pretty, pretty unintelligible. So, hmm, what I'm gonna do, Gertima, Gertima, yeah, at this moment seems to seems to receive fragments of a vision in her head. Okay. And she sees she sees a young girl uh, in a village, and she sees some candles, and that's all she sees. The girl in her village, candles. That's all she sees. I relay all that <sighs> to Simon. And Simon, perhaps, um, maybe uh, I, you could I, maybe I do an Intelligo Corpus? Yes, I, yes, I intend to. I'm going to aim mm -hmm. for a level 10, which says it senses all useful information about a body. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and expend a fatigue level. So this total will be divided by 2. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So I need to roll a d10. Wow, the feel of this game took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty grim. Hold on a second. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, weren't we just talking with bunnies like 20 minutes ago? So my casting total is going to be for spontaneous here, it's going to be 16, right? Yeah, 16. <laughs> okay. And then divide by 2. So I got uh, I got eleven. And it confirms your suspicions. 
that the pock marks are from the pox. And that, is, and that is what led to her death. Hmm. And the mutilations so, clearly came after. Mutilations come after. Clearly post-mortem. These mutilations, you say they're from instruments? Like, are these blunt instruments, sharp instruments? Sharp instruments. Is there a pattern to them? There seems to be, there seems to be, like, symbols and so, just, there's also, seems to have been some organ removal. What? Ugh. But I mean, this is this is the 13th century. We so what organs would have been removed? As I said, this is the 13th century. <laughs> the heart, which just, is where all the thinking happens. The melancholy organs. Yeah. Sure, the heart. The soul. The heart has been, the heart has been removed. But She's the liver is still there, and that's everywhere. the important and there, <laughs> and there are also... There, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. There are also, you know, some symbols carved into her, but they mean nothing to you. You've never seen their like before. I suggest we take her back to the Covenant and see if one of the Elder Magi can identify these symbols. I think that's a very good idea. Hmm. I will also point out that um, as we were leaving, as you were leaving, pass through a graveyard in the uh in the covenant right so solemnly you gather up your nets you did manage to uh fill your traps and your nets with a sizable catch of rabbits and voles and you also got an enormous stag and a doe and a doe big boy (laughs) so you gloomily Trudge your way back to the covenant. Okay. And you present you present the girl to Jean Marie. And his demeanor has changed towards you. And he asks you Do any of you recognize this girl? Is she from our covenant? Uh, I'm assuming uh, not. No. None of our graves have been disturbed. Eesh. Oh, there's a thought. <laughs> I didn't check. Yeah. Well, uh, Simon of Jerbison, check. Go and I check. Will go in, I will go and immediately check. <sighs> As a man with the cloth, I'll go with him. Hmm, yes, he doesn't do any. Yes, sir. Um, so I say, I would like to say to Jean-Marie, like, we should probably, um, we should probably send someone to tell the town proper in case she's not from our covenant. Where did you find her? She was in the river amongst the reeds. Well, then she can't have come from Narbonne. She must have floated down river. She must have floated down river. Or someone placed her there from the nearby town. Yeah, but Narbonne. Narbonne is down. Narbonne is downstream from us. She must have come from upstream. And the next town, there's a village upstream, about 
a day and a half's ride from here called Vizay. Hmm. I would go and check there. These markings disturb me, though, because these look like the work of Diabolists. Really? Oh. And that's all we need is Diabolists in this area. Hmm. And if it's not Diabolists, perhaps it's grave robbers. Just disguise their work with these mutilations. I don't understand the symbols. The symbols mean nothing to me. Hmm. Maybe they're Greek. They don't... They just look like gibberish. Could they be gibberish to kind of uh, to scare people about... That's what I wonder. I wonder if perhaps they're just there to conceal the work of grave robbers. Either hmm. way, either way, we're talking about diabolists or grave robbers. Neither of which we need right. in our I'm covenant. Ass- I'm assuming or... the covenant graveyard shows no disturbings, disturbances, right? It does not good. Yeah. It's good to know. Um, well, I'm going I'm... to suggest. I'm going to suggest that you all travel to Vizay. Vizay, and see if this is if this is where this girl originated from, or at least they need to be warned, because they either have diabolists at work there, or grave robbers at work, and we can't afford to have them at our covenant because we cannot afford to have attention drawn to us. Uh, yeah, I would understood. Agree with that. Firstly. Priest, mm-hmm. can you <laughs> afford? Can you afford this child of Christian burial in our yard? Absolutely. Well, don't see to it. See to that. See to it that it's done. And the rest of you should head to Vizay in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna Wait. leave it. We're gonna leave it right okay. there. No, that's cool. a good stopping point. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Cam- uh, Colm. Yeah. Oh. Did I do all right? No. Hey, I, magica. <laughs> I saw. A, I shot a big fucking boy.